Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. All right, we are live, Christina. Welcome, everyone, to the Executive Career Upgrades podcast. Hey, I'm one of the hosts, Tim Madden. We have the beautiful Christina Madden. Hey, if you don't know us, we help those become more successful in corporate America, right? Whether most of the time it's finding that next high-level opportunity, right, at the director, VP, or executive realm. And hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network on Facebook. Check us out, 12,000 directors, VPs, and executives from across the country inside that group. We'd love to have you. Hey, if you're watching the ECN, say hi. We are monitoring all the comments. And then, of course, to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube, and then to Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else on the internet. Hey, before we get started, as always, if you get anything valuable from this segment, hey, share this with a friend. Share this with a friend. It could be just what they need to move in the right direction, the right direction, right, of finding a a job they love. And if you are in a search or approaching a search, you need to do two things. Number one, you need to head on over to Amazon and get my new book, which is an Amazon bestseller, Discipline Equals Dream Job, filled with just a tremendous amount of tactics and strategies to aid you in your executive search. Or if you feel like you need potentially a little more additional support, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. You can schedule a call and we can see if we can help you with a career upgrade. So excellent. Christina, we are on episode 99. What? I know. 99. I can't believe it. We're coming up on 100. We have something very special planned for you guys on that uh, podcast. We'll be throwing a little party. So be on the lookout for that. It's crazy. Excellent. And hey, just a reminder it is the beautiful Christina's Madden birthday next week. So we are skipping next week's so we could ultra prepare for episode 100 that you're not going to want to miss two weeks from today. So without further ado, Christina, let's drop, drop, uh, sorry, jump into today's topic, right? Strategies for navigating, right? Like executive searches during sometimes recessions or reduction in forces, right? Do you want to get us started, Christina? Sure. We were about to kick this off and I'm like, wait, in a recession like are we actually in a recession i i don't know if that's been officially like proclaimed out in the uh, world um but i do know there is a very you know strong narrative right now around this and i know there's a lot of fear around this which can, which can be very you know defeating so let's kick this off though by me you know you guys i'm only in my late 30s i'm probably half the age of most of our listeners right now so you're probably thinking she's not qualified to talk about this but we've been here before right we've been in down economic circumstances before we've been in uncertainty before and i think it's so easy to forget sometimes that this like isn't the first time that it's happened you know and so we have to check ourselves and check the way we think about this and the way we think about opportunity so if you're really scared and you're really anxious about this the best thing you can do is plan and be on a podcast like this and get yourself you know prepared for whatever you think this works so step one's being completed right now right the first step is guess what you've already started yeah 
you've already started. Here we are. Um, but quite frankly, guys, some of the things we're going to break down is really what you want to focus on, no matter what economic climate we're in. So um, buckle up. We're going to talk about some things here um, that you may or may not know. And this is how you can, you know, I always tell everybody, OK, what's this worst case scenario in your head that, you know, you think could happen? Go ahead and play that out in your head. Go ahead and live that out. And then let's plan for it. So uh, because it's likely not going to happen, whatever you think this worst case scenario could be, or I certainly hope it doesn't. So um, one of the things that we talk here, I talk a lot about here is picking an industry, not a job. And actually, I that's a chapter in a book written by um, what's his name, honey, the um, founder of LinkedIn or one of the founders, uh, Hoffman. What's his uh, we're actually on LinkedIn. <laughs> what, what is his name? Reed Hoffman, I believe. But he talks about picking an industry, not a job, right? So, you know, what I mean by that is looking at your career like you're an investor. So let's go to really hot markets. Like, you know, who's hiring right now? Who's paying the most right now? Where are there great leaders and teams and innovators and people that are ready to pivot and adapt like inside of what, what could be uncertain um, economic times? So that's something to think about, not staying so tied to what you think you have to be doing in what industry. And before I go on, Tim, I, I can tell maybe you want to comment on that. Yeah. I want to back up for a second. Well, number one, Hey, we got a lot of people. So first off, Hey, Mr. DeSica, welcome. Good morning, Marie, Deanna, Sean, Mike, Rachel, Broderick, and Adriana, Biswan, Michael, Mark. Hey, good morning, everyone, or good afternoon if you're over here in Florida, and Luther, and Kiana, and everyone who, who is, is uh, listening. So, hey, let's back up a sec. Christine was talking about a little bit of fear, right? So let's talk about doubt. Right. This is what gets most people, by the way. So I wanted to make sure before we go into anything that we kind of recommend to do, know that, hey, doubt always exists. Always. Whether it's you thinking you're going to doubt yourself, which we'll talk about, or other people doubting you. Number one, hey, take it from me. Do not ever doubt yourself or your ability. When you do that, it becomes nearly impossible to land a new job because your subconscious, right, which means below consciousness, means things you're not even aware of. When you are thinking in your head, oh, my God, there's so much doubt. What am I going to do? Who's going to hire? When you have these racing thoughts, right, it affects you for much longer unintentionally in your subconscious, right? And then number two, here's what you're also going to face. Everyone you talk to is going to probably have doubt about your career choices, your accomplishments in your career, whether it's a recruiter, a hiring manager, a CEO. We have it happen all the time here at ECU, right? We work with people that have, you know, tremendous accomplishments and achievements that seem to be somewhat minimized by HR team sometimes, talent acquisition, the loops you're going to go through. So number one, doubt is not, has no room in your career. And the reason I'm telling you this is I want you to prepare for it. That if you ever get let go, something ever goes bad, you're looking for your next opportunity. There's no room for doubt about your ability to perform at the level that you need to. Because here's why. Likely, if you're watching this podcast right now or listening to it, you already have over 20 years of experience, right? So why would you doubt yourself? If you've been a marketer, a sales professional, a tech professional for 20 years, You've already done everything. Make sense? You've already had to hire people. You've had to do everything that you, you know, have had to do 
to reach the level that you're at right now. So, hey, why would you have any doubt? And number the reason people have the doubt, just to bring this to the forefront of the conversation, it's not necessarily because you doubt you. It's because you're letting those voices around you, like Tim talked about, maybe it's other people you work with, or again, just even the media or the people you follow online. Um, a lot of that can can seep in without you really realizing it. We've been talking about um, Deion Sanders a lot recently. You guys might be a fan of Colorado. And, you know, he says, like, what do I care? Like, you know, I've been doubted since I played Pee Wee football. He's still being doubted right now. So you just have to be careful what other people are saying and let that bounce off of you and, and work on that inner confidence and that inner voice um, and get used to doubt. You know, it's not going anywhere. Because so many people struggle with that. So, hey, remember, be prepared. I want you to just visualize going on an interview where you're getting some resistance and someone is challenging you. You know, it could be on the way your resume looks, the format you use, something you forgot on your resume. I still see this very common with recruiters. Hey, you're going to need to be able to combat that. If you're changing industries, you're going to be able to combat. Everyone is going to deal with these issues, right? So I'm not going to go into all of them, but I want to say you need to treat yourself as, hey, I can do this, right? There can't be any doubt in your head of your ability to go be a successful sales professional, sales leader at a different company. And number two, expect doubt from other people when you're connecting, networking, and going through the interview process. Next, okay? Know this, good news. There is a process for everything in life. Now, most of you, right, are product people. So you know that there's a philosophy behind go-to-market, you know, strategic plans for how to successfully develop and launch a product and market it. Then some of you are sales leaders who have, hey, I know how to track all the analytics and hire people. Christina will tell you to manage your mind your thoughts, your emotions, guess what? There is a process for that too. What else is there a process for? Uh, how to get in shape, how to lose weight, how to be financially responsible. See how I'm going on and on? So just know that there is a process for everything as well as landing a new role, you know, in your career. The next topic, okay, that I wanted to hit on. You can work anywhere. Christina said, hey, pick an industry, not a job, right? You can work anywhere. A marketer can work at any company. A sales professional can work at any company. Christina, is there anyone who can't like work for another company? No, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you literally can do whatever you want. So don't think that, hey, I've only been in manufacturing and I'm a mark. Hey, there is marketers, right, at every single company. because and you, guys, yeah, and you can target like an entire globe of opportunity, okay? You don't even have to limit yourself just to American companies, okay? Can some of you really wrap your mind around that? Okay, so not only do you not have to target just local companies in your like greater metropolitan area, but other states all throughout the country, throughout the world, okay? So you have to work on your belief systems about like where you can work, how you access those opportunities. Is it some travel? Is it remote? Like you might want to go back and watch one of, uh, let's see, was it two weeks ago, I think about really getting great at like with your online presence. So you can get used to interviewing remotely and all that good stuff. I'm not going to take us down a rabbit hole, but that might help ease some fear and anxiety when you start to understand 
there's an entire world that we're living in. Okay. You know, we're just teeny tiny little specks of dust of what's going on out there. Yeah. So the other thing is most people just don't take the time to map out certain things. Okay. And they, here's what I mean. So many people are like, no one's hiring or this market's doing bad or whatever. And they're completely disconnected from the facts. Facts right now. Fact, there are over 5,000 companies in America that do over $100 million in revenue. That a lot of them have positions they're actively searching for right now. Number two, fact, the Inc. 5000 list, which we were so, we are so pleasured to be on, a list of the fastest growing companies in the U.S. right now. I assure you, all of those companies are hiring. There's no way you can have exponential growth and not need a lot of people. I think the number one company this year, too, had something ridiculous, like 150,000% growth or something just extremely large. They're currently hiring like 600 people right now. So just in the, those two alone, hey, we definitely have 500 or 5,000 companies that do above $100 million in revenue that definitely need everything that you do. And number two, there's a lot of up and coming companies that will one day be large that have a lot of gaps in their business right now, whether it be from sales, customer care, product development, um, marketing, process improvement, everything, right? So there's just so much opportunity in the marketplace, but people want to let their mind get the best of them and say things like, who's going to hire me? I can't change industries. No one's hiring and all of this when that's just absolutely not true. And I know one of the things that kind of helps you sometimes or could help you is when you're dealing with stuff like this in your mind, if you ever have to deal with this, start asking yourself this. Hey, is if I was in front of a judge right now and a jury, and they told me that you had to prove without a reasonable doubt that there's just no one's going to hire you, what factual information would you provide them? Or maybe whether it's a career pivot, a new industry, do you have like substantial proof? Do you have case studies of other people just like you? Probably not. And so, so guess what? We, this is where you want to start thinking about targeting your, the companies very carefully, right? So you want to research companies that are more likely to weather a potential recession successfully um, and look for organizations that have a history, you know, of stability and, you know, their ability to adapt, right? So maybe you guys want to start looking at the Inc. 5000 list. It's, uh, yes, yes. That is a great opportunity. And it's not only small, fast growing businesses, there's businesses on there that have just been having exponential growth over the years. So definitely take a look at those organizations as well. Because there is a, there will always be a tremendous opportunity in the marketplace. Okay. I, we have people that come to us to say, oh, my market's not doing well. But we're like, Think about this. Let's say I know everyone's on the tech market this year, right? But those same professionals, the product professionals, ops professionals, many companies are still searching for your skills right now. And if you've noticed in the ECU community, I know we have from everyone going on interviews and getting offers that everyone's agreeing that the job market is picking up right now across all fronts. So right now is a tremendous opportunity. I think we had a couple of questions too 
Rajesh, yes, episode 100 coming. Thank you. Thank you. We got another one that says self-belief is there. However, it's disheartening when you have ex when your experience is not valued and undermine the job hunt. Stay strong and shielding those from all bricks. Yep. Most people have a problem. And thank you for sharing that, Mr. Jessica. Most people have a problem just exhibiting their value. Due to many factors, number one, just because they don't believe in themselves, like truly believe. What are some other reasons, Christina, that people get caught up on this? They get caught up on believing that they're not valued in the marketplace. Again, it's those external voices. Okay. A well, lot of that the other thing too, is sometimes they, they, they're blaming other people too. They're like, you, you know, I'm feeling some type of way. I go talk to someone, they have a different view than I do. And they start kind of chucking the blame on that person too. Right. And that doesn't get them anywhere either. What is one of the hardest things that we have to do as human beings? is take extreme ownership over our own crap, like our own problem. And, but what's cool about that is then if you know that it's you and that you're the problem, I'm not saying that to, to Mr. I think to see, I'm not saying that, you know, that you're not taking responsibility for something, but typically it's really easy to say so-and-so doesn't value me or, you know, I've, I've been just, it's again, what's where's the, where are the facts, you know, where are the facts? And so, you know, Again, it's all about in the way the way that you're thinking, and we have to take extreme ownership. But what again? What I was getting ready to say is what the, my favorite part about that is: if we remind ourselves that we are our own problem, then it's really easy to come up with a solution because I can control this. I can't control everything going on outside of me in the world around me. And again, we talk about it every episode. I could go on and on about it. It goes back to, to planning strategizing, building your confidence, practicing, getting in those reps, um, dealing with rejection gracefully or as gracefully as possible. Um, and then check your own thoughts. You know, if I, if, if my thought is, wow, I've been really undervalued or undermined in my job search, that's not going to really much get me anywhere. Maybe it's just, Hey, I haven't been on a high quality interview yet where I've been able to, you know, have a conversation about my skill set. So I think we overcomplicate some things that could be really simple. And I hope that's making sense. But, you know, again, it goes all back to mindset. Yeah. And that's where most people struggle, right? They have this doubt. So, hey, let me be the first to tell you, if you have doubt about yourself, doubt about the people that you're talking to, doubt kind of about your career, or you've been getting frustrated because you're not kind of getting those results, maybe when you, you're going on interviews, right? Know that. Could it be something that you're doing? Could it be how you're feeling? We got lots of people who have hired people in here. Have you ever um, been on an interview with someone who is displaying kind of like neediness, right? or you can tell that they've been frustrated with their search, right? It's going to be very difficult to get hired if we just consistently are kind of passing the blame because as an executive, as a director, a VP, managing, you know, a decent amount of people, just like Christina said, if you don't have that extreme ownership, if it is to be, it's up to me type of mentality, well, what are you going to do when you get into your job and things go wrong? You're just going to blame other people, right? When you're the leader, so these are some things to consider. So if you ever have a reduction in force, right, or you need to learn how to navigate 
the next pivot, let's just kind of recap on a couple of things that we've talked about. Number one, doubt and fear have no place in a job search. Number two, there is a process for everything, a process to target your next role, develop a you know, branded resume, LinkedIn profile, get connected with decision makers, right? Be successful on those interviews and talk about money, right? There's a process for that. And remember, you can work anywhere regardless of what you do. And there's always going to be tremendous opportunity in the marketplace, whether they be the top 5,000 companies that do over 100 million in revenue or the fastest growing companies on the 5,000 list. Okay. But in turn, the goal is always be prepared. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, one of the only ways to ease your anxiety around a potential recession is by acting, right? And having, you know, really having a plan. Getting support, you know, is another big one. Um, and I'm not, again, I'm not a financial advisor, but if you're really panicking about, you know, finances, you might want to seek like a financial advisor, do some financial planning. Um, Self-care is really important during a time of high stress or anxiety. And if you, if you're part of a, a riff, we're not saying, oh my gosh, like you have to stay so positive right away. Like that's what we want. But first you probably do have to process some panic, disappointment, you know, all of these things that happen, you guys like workplace trauma is a real thing. I work with clients every day that, you know, de devoted their lives to companies and it just didn't, didn't work out really. So, you know, we have to feel all of the emotions, not pretend they're not there and then begin to make the plan and take some action. It is the only way to navigate anxiety around a recession and finance. Well, this is the only way. And you basically have two options, right? Cause we got, um, Mr. Gosh, you're right. I agree with you, Christina. He's reading the secret. We watched the movie in one phrase, which is appropriate. Hey, thoughts become things. Absolutely. So, Hey, when you wake up in the morning, you basically have, you know, two, two thoughts that you could choose. You could choose, Hey, I'm going to go get mine today. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to take action. Right. And I know eventually I'm going to achieve my de desired result. Or there's number two, we can start our day with, why did that company let me go? They're so toxic. No one's hiring. No one will talk to me. Can we both agree? Like, where do you think you're going to have a better shot starting your day? Thinking that the whole world's just against you, or maybe that it is possible. Just consider which one of those is more fun. It's like, I don't want to spend my day feeling like crap. It's like, it's more fun here, right? It's more fun to be um, in a more positive mindset. I know there's some heavy lifting. If, if your default is negative, which is like 99.9% .9 of America, we default that way. It's hard work. It's heavy lifting to, um, yeah, exactly. Extreme ownership to Jock, Jocko Willie fans. Yes, yes, we are. Um, well, I don't even know what I was saying. We want to, we want to eventually be able to flip our default setting to positive. The, the secret is um, actually the first book that ever impacted my life in my early 20s. And there is a visual practice in there. The visual practice is picture your thoughts as a switchboard, you know, like old school back in the day. I don't even know where you'd find one now, a true switchboard. And your, your thoughts are likely plugged into negative. And when you feel or notice a negative, literally visualize pulling out that switch plug and then choosing a new thought and getting plugged into that. And it sticks, at least for the day. I, I really do feel like that that visual helps and just it feels better. Or putting your negative thought in a balloon 
and letting go of the balloon and close your eyes and watching the balloon float far away and then just popping it. And it just becomes so less real um, when you do these visual these visuals. I know some of you are like, oh, this is a little woo-woo for me, but give it a whirl. I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> well, it's just one of the things where, you know, in life, it's not just a job job search. Like no matter what you're trying to accomplish, know that change is hard. Welcome to being a human, right? When you ever change something, our body's like, whoa, 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 what you doing? Stay comfortable your whole life. But we know we can't grow as leaders and grow in our career unless we kind of sometimes face that adversity, right? So remember, if you're in one of those areas where you are facing adversity, the two most important things are remove doubt, think positively, especially in the morning. And number two, hey, have a plan. There's a lot of things to go into career search. Now, as we're talking about navigating and preparing, we never know what's going to happen. But I tell you what, I'd like to be prepared. I don't know about you. So if you're not in a job search right now, highly recommend, hey, get your resume updated. Stay in contact with your network. Keep, keep up with what's going on in your industry at a minimum. That's what you need to do so that this doesn't blindside you and you're like 99% of the people we talk to that just aren't prepared, right? Don't know what they want to do next. Documents aren't done. They don't really have a network. They've never engaged with it. And they've been in corporate America for 20 years. Guys, if that's you, that's a huge, that's the biggest no-go you can have in your career, right? So always be prepared. You never know what's going to happen, okay? So, and no one's looking out for you except you, right? You need to look out for your significant other, if you have one, and your family. So make sure the career we take for granted a lot, and we think we're going to work at the same company for 20 years, we can all agree that most people don't, right? So always have your documents updated, resume in your LinkedIn. Always continue to network and collaborate with people above you and keep in touch with your network. Those are things that you can do at a minimum. If, a re if you're affected by a reduction in force or something and you want some more help, hey, go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, schedule a free consult with our team so we can see, hey, what are you targeting? Can we help in your specific situation? Christina, any final comments? I think that's a good point that you just made. And what is the new statistic that's out? Is it people stay in jobs around two to three years, whether it's the person's decision, a reduction in force, um, it's only two to three years. So you want to be prepared for this regardless, like just like Tim is saying, and it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It could even just be because you've capped your earnings at the, at a, at a company. So you always want to have a strategy that can serve you throughout the rest of your career. So try, try not to get too hung up on the, on the recession narrative, you guys, because this boils down to just a skill set that you need to have in your life and career. So thanks for joining us today and we will talk to you next week. Have no, day, not next week, not next week, the week after. In two weeks. Bye. Bye.